Hello and welcome to this episode of In Pursuit of Why. Today, my guest is Ayn Wester, a psychic and intuit. She is the creator of Surrender Camp, a weekend campout experience that alchemizes pain and disconnection and returns you to love, connection, and play. Zion is a full-time digital nomad on a quest to continue to deepen her embodiment of freedom, peace, joy, and bliss who you are oh my goodness we're going right for the gusto okay who am i i am somebody who is also nobody who is discovering who i am and who i am right now is a natural wanderer i love to explore the world and explore myself and all of the things that make me who I am and where they come from. I guess if we were to put it in like a normal coffee shop kind of conversation in the middle of America, I would answer it. I am a digital nomad who does psychic and intuitive work. And I also create these campouts in nature that include ecstatic dance, breath work and connection. And I just love life and love meeting people and I'm also just really grateful to be having this conversation today. I, I love exploring other people's stories and so it is really special to me when people ask me about mine and I get to share the wild and crazy adventures and contrast I guess of a life that I have got to live so. Yeah. I think it's interesting because we I met you at a silent disco we've only known each other for maybe like a month and the first night I met you, I was like, here's, this is what I'm doing. This is a podcast I'm hosting. Do you want to be on it? And without any hesitation, you're like, I love this idea. Let's do it. So here we are now. But it's interesting because the silent disco was a culmination of very interesting people from like all walks of life. You had people who had like a normal nine to five job. You had mm -hmm. people who were DJs. You had people who were entrepreneurs. And then you have yourself who you decided to live out of your van and just travel, which a couple episodes ago, I had a person who was also living out of her Subaru for a bit. So wow. it's, so my question is what led you to drop everything and pick up van life? Mm. <sighs> so I feel like I could, probably talk about this for days upon end but to kind of put everything in a broken down more simplistic way um, a little bit of backstory that I know that you and I chatted about the aesthetic dance about this is I am the oldest of two and school was really important to me I always wanted to be a high achiever I wanted to be the best at everything that I could do I did I held three jobs while I was taking 20 to 22 credit hours in college, got a job right out of college doing something that I actually really loved. I was in the entertainment industry providing entertainment and music for events of all sorts, mainly bar and bat mitzvahs actually, which is a whole other podcast we that's can talk whole, about. That's a, that's, whole a whole world. that's a whole world. Like, trust me, like I had my bar mitzvah and like the stories you hear of like the high-end bar mitzvahs, no, those are just wild. The money that is dropped <laughs> on these parties is unreal. But, you know, spending most of my Saturday nights with 13-year-old kids was 
actually a highlight of my 20s. However, when I was in that job, I, I also used to struggle with just being a workaholic. And I was working, like, I counted how many hours. I was on average during high season, 100 hours a week. And that was my full-time job as director of operations. I also decided to pick up being the assistant for the CFO. And then I was also hosting these events as well. So I would work the events on the weekends, plus all of the additional work that came with all of that. So I was doing nothing but working. However, I thought that I had cracked the code mm -hmm. because I really loved my job and was really good at it. I love the people that I worked with. I was doing exactly everything that I was told by my parents and society that I needed to do to be happy, to be successful, and to ultimately be free. And I remember there was this moment very specifically ingrained in my memory. And back in my mid, early mid twenties, I was not, I would not consider myself a very spiritual person. I always believed in a higher power, but I didn't lead with that. Mm -hmm. I was looking around my office and I had a big picture of this beautiful ocean wave. Cause I always loved the ocean. And my boss knew how much I loved the ocean that he actually bought me a surfboard for decoration. <laughs> I've never surfed in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny but I'm looking around the room and whether he was actually serious or not my boss we're having a conversation previously before this and he was talking about possibly like me being partner whether that was a serious thing it was a conversation and I was like wow I have it all don't I mm -hmm. and I might even have more something's missing like, what is it? Like, I love my job. I'm good at it. Like checklist, checklist, checklist. And I went home that, that night and I bought a whiteboard. I put it up in the middle of my living room, which was not aesthetically pleasing. And I wrote California, May, 2016. So we're in the tail end of 2015 at this point. Mm -hmm. And I was like, huh, that's weird. Why did I just write that? <laughs> and I didn't think anything of it. And I'd have friends come over and they were like, what is this? Why are you are you going to California? I'm like, I don't know. I just wrote it. I just had to write it. It has to be up there for some reason. So fast forward, I wound up getting out of a four, four and a half year relationship. I broke my lease. I quit my job and I moved to California with no plan and no job because I just knew something was missing and I needed to figure out what it was. So I went the acting route because it was safer and wound up really having a fun time struggling. <laughs> I really did have a fun time in this, but I was trying still at this point, trying to fit some mold of what my life should be or how you should be successful and independent mm -hmm. and all of these things, all these fun little words that we can throw out. And I got in a very abusive relationship to the point where I had a, this might be the last day of my life moment. And it was the lowest that I had been since uh, my mom's death when I was 23. And now I'm 28 at this time. And that's when I found yoga. Mm -hmm. I think deep down, it was what my soul was really needing and really craving and who I was. It just didn't fit this mold, this definition of who I was supposed to be, according to my family and society. Not mm -hmm. that my family wasn't, my family loves me no matter what. 
However, the way that I grew up, there was a specific structure that the life of a yogi did not fit. And there's not a lot of money in it. And so how could I really be successful in that? But I kept coming back to yoga and I started having these very spiritual experiences. And that piqued my curiosity to a point of wondering how much of my life am I living for other people? And what do I really want? And so I went deep, 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 deep into this spiritual path of really finding out who I am. What is this conditioning that people talk about of the mind? How can I understand my mind? How can I understand the things that have happened to me in the past and how that's dictating how I show up today? And I started that in middle of 2018 and I haven't stopped. And coming back to your question of going from 100 hours a week to living in my van was me choosing to start over based on what I wanted to define my life as. So did yoga school, became a yoga teacher that led me to breath work. And now that's a huge part of what I do. And I had all of these major trauma releases and I got to honestly release myself. I, I struggle with PTSD from some things that happened in my childhood that were actually controlling me. And I didn't really know that until I was able to face them and like alchemize that. And I said, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I got to get out of this. So I looked at my bank account and I said, I'm going to spend every single dollar that I have on a van because I'm going to prove, I'm going to test the theory that money and all of these things that are supposed to make you feel secure and happy. There's so much power in that. What would a life be like without that? And so my van's name is Faith because it was my ultimate leap into faith. And I spent most of the first year on faith in other people helping me and learning how to barter my skills and spending time alone in nature with my thoughts that I'm going to be murdered <laughs> and like all this bad stuff is going to happen to me and realizing that I am so safe and I'm so taken care of and there's abundance of everything and it helped me receive from other people and now this new chapter is bringing in all of my skills and the things that I want to create in this world that does also bring me money while also living the life that I I'm defining as successful, free, and joyful. Is that what led you to Surrender Camp is your current project that you're working on as well? Is that whole experience that you just explained, was that what led you to the inception of your current project? Mm. Well, I'm like getting really emotional just by you asking that because, yeah, the answer is yes. Uh, you know, there could be a whole other podcast of the darkness that I truly believe is beauty <laughs> that I experienced growing up that we could label as trauma being free from that and the liberation that I feel in my body and I honestly feel like I now I feel like I've cracked the code because I walk through life and I see so much beauty, even in moments that I feel depressed and sad and angry. 
I have these tools that I know that nothing, it's never about me, anything that other people are doing quote unquote to me is just their own pain and they don't know how to deal with that. And so they're projecting it out into the world. And I'm so solid in myself and I'm still getting to know who I am, but I'm to a point where I, I love myself so deeply through all of these modalities and things that I have explored and tried that have gotten me to this point. And all I want to do is gift that and lead people to feel the way that I feel because it's possible. We are unconditional love. We are divine beings that were just born into the wrong track of life. And we don't, we haven't been given the tools on how to transmute that energy from pain to love and surrender is the combination of the most prominent things that have helped me along my way which is nature nature has been my greatest teacher and healer and why i love living in my van this is just raw nature and the other pillars are play because life can be so serious and so heavy and i'm totally down to go there with everyone but we have to remember that life is just a game and we're just here to play and we're just here to create. But one of the questions that I'm having is based on the previous people that I've spoken to, Michael, who's a mutual friend of ours, and then Kiki. I love Mike. Who you so met good. at the silent disco is all of you guys are saying that nature has been this overarching place of just pure freedom why do you think nature is freedom to you yeah mm. hmm. that's a i mean that's a really really good question and i'm not sure if there was a moment that brought me to nature it was more of i needed to get away from all of the noise there was you know it's like what are, what is that saying is when it when it rains it pours Mm -hmm. And I think all of us can relate to just feeling so overwhelmed or in these, these seasons in our lives where we feel like we just can't get out of it. And we ask the question sometimes very seriously, what is, what is the point of life? And I ask that question many times of like, I, I always feel that I've been a very positive person, but I've still had those moments where very honestly, I just didn't want to do it anymore. I didn't want to do it anymore. And when I became aware of that level of darkness and heaviness within myself, there has to be something. I can't tell you what nature is going to teach you. And that is a, the beautiful relationship that you would have as an individual. But she's going to give you exactly what you need and you don't have to do anything you don't have to do anything you just have to witness you just have to surrender basically yes I love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but what are your tips for someone to start realizing that they need to like break that system i feel like there are a few answers to that and i i love this question because 
anybody listening to this who's skeptical, this is definitely for you because I do believe that skepticism mixed with curiosity is the key to freedom. And, oh, that's kind of what you talked about with nature is like freedom. So tying that kind of all in is like, yes, we, we also have to accept that we live in a society where a huge part of how we can sustain our lifestyle is attaining money. There's just a difference between, we've all heard the saying like working to live and I've definitely been there. And then there's this feeling of when you get to know yourself so well, you discover what it is, what your specific magic is to bring to the world. And then when you like, I couldn't even count how many hours I quote unquote work because the work that I do is my life and my magic. And I do work. I guess I would say that I do work full time almost, but it's so aligned with what my soul and my heart desires that it truly doesn't feel like it. And that that when someone would tell me that when I was in my twenties, I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. You're just trying to convince yourself of that. And maybe they were, but it is possible. And I think the thing is awareness. That's our biggest thing is the moment that you become aware of something that's when your free will kicks in and you get to, you get to choose. So if you're sitting there and you're working 80 hours a week and there's a moment that you have where you're like, is this what I really want to be doing? Yes. Great question. Great question. Dive into that. Don't just go back and then hope that some external force is going to force you into the next decision, which I think a lot of us do because we're so ingrained that we have to do things a certain way, or we have to be in this job. We have to work as hard as we can in order to get this money because without it, what are we? So if you, if somebody is putting so much power into their job that if they don't have their job, they don't know who they are. That is a beautiful moment to start that discovery of who am I? And there's so many different modalities you can can do not my favorite form but you can start with talk therapy you can find books that you love to read you can do breath work yoga meditation you can go on a nature walk there's like journaling journaling is an amazing thing stream of consciousness or even just finding someone who you think is a little bit weird like me and just be like Pick their brain, take them to coffee. I love that answer. That answer is perfect. <laughs> well, I got to say, Jenny, it's been a pleasure. It's been an amazing episode. I can't wait to get this sent out to the world so that people can hear Aww. your story. I think this is exactly what my podcast is meant to be, is to mm. connect with the people that I've met and be able to show their stories when they don't even realize how impactful their stories can be. Well, that really means a lot. I'm like, why am I so emotional? I just am so grateful for you. And yeah, you just have this magnetism toward of you. And I love what you're doing. And I'm so excited for more and more people to listen to your podcast because you do have this beautiful, inviting energy to you. It really means a lot that someone's curious to kind of know what the heck I'm even doing with my life and why I do the things I do. So I appreciate you a lot.
Well, thank you so much for coming on. Heck yeah, anytime.